I want everybody to have a good time. And I want everybody to walk out of the door saying that although I might have been hesitant, although I might have waited to the last minute, I'm so glad that I decided to come. That's what I want everybody to walk out feeling like. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want I don't want nobody to walk out feeling like, man, that was a waste of time. Well then that was a so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm dedicating myself to uh, you know, delivering to the utmost. Welcome to the Barbershare Podcast, where we help motivated barbers and hairstylists to creatively and strategically develop the mindset needed to build and run a successful business behind the chair. I'm your host, Michael Banks, the creative director. And as we get ready for the 2023 Elite Masters Collective Networking Event, I had an opportunity to sit down and talk with a lot of individuals who who are going to be a part of the panels, who's going to be there mingling. And in this particular interview, me and Jay Ruff was hanging out in the studio and, you know, he was just talking about how he wanted everybody to have a good time and this, that and the other. Right. So it's not a secret that Chicago doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to collaboration and ideas and it's kind of like the actions of few has smeared the reputation of of many and in this opportunity I had a chance to bring up this um, this story this backstory that I didn't know all the details about um, with the Juice Fay tour and this uh, battle between the great gift of hands J Ruff and Groom City um, I believe that was 2015 through 2017 and I kind of instigated a little bit and kind of brought it up and we end up getting the Groom City on the line just so we can once and, once and for all those who don't know this backstory it's pretty pretty dope at how they built their relationship and I just wanted to do my part to show and to highlight that that um, one talking is necessary not making assumptions and then two collaboration is always better than individualism individualism and doing your own thing has its place but if you want to grow and you want to develop something that's special and unique collaboration is always ready to is always the way to go but let's get into just the story of just the juice fade tour battle between Groom City and J Ruff. Alright, take a listen. There's, there's, there's this story that back when you was competing, it would seem like like you kind of, you know, what we hear what I hear you saying was did you have that same mentality when you was competing? Because I hear there's a story that that um doing I think it was the Juice Fade tour. That was another barber that that, that y'all kinda didn't really see eye to eye. Didn't really see eye to eye. And and I, I and I wonder if it's possible we can even just put him on the phone so we can see if this is all cap. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we can get on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so so just so we can kinda catch him off you know, do you think we can call him on my phone so we can just pull him into the call? Yeah, yeah.
That's why people don't want to do podcasts, man. This all this like I now it's like I, I'm calling them. That's crazy. <laughs> Hello, Groom. What up, dog? What's up, brother? You are live yeah, right now on the Barbershed podcast. <laughs> what's up, bro? Yeah, chilling. What's up, y'all? Yo, so we were just talking about. Um, how how he has this sense of community and teamwork and all that stuff. But I heard it was it was a competition back in the day doing this juice fade where where it seemed like the brother that I'm sitting across right now that's all about team, that's about pulling together community. I heard that he was a different kind of a brother. Is is there some truth to that? Well, you say he was a different kind of brother, like how? Like, was he real competitive? Like, like what's the story behind, like, how y'all met? Oh, yeah. Oh, the story. Now, that was a minute ago, but, like, I don't know, just knowing Jay Ruff, he hella competitive, you know, just <laughs> just on everything. Like, 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 I don't know, chess, any any type of thing where it involves, like, thinking or just a, just a, I don't know, any type of competition competitive, you know, but the story of how I met Jay Ruff, um, let me see. So uh, what year was it, Jay Ruff, that uh, we that, met? That was uh, 2015. Yeah, it was 2015. Um, I had a, I had a barbershop called Groom City Barbershop. So it was in next door to my barbershop, it had my mom's soul food restaurant called Cassie Soul Food Kitchen. So we had a good thing going on. You know, you can come get a haircut, you come get some soul food. You know, it was just a good family vibes. It was just dope. You know, I've been a barber since 1999. So it was a lot of my barber brothers that was also inside of um, my barbershop. You know, this is in um, Pomona, California. So we had a good thing going on. And one day my mom has a heart attack in her restaurant this was like 2014 maybe 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 it could be 2015 so she had to close down her restaurant because you know it was just we didn't know how that was gonna what was gonna take place from it because it was a massive heart attack so for like the next month i'll be going to work and it was just too challenging to go to work so i ended up closing down groom city barbershop so i had the Instagram for the barbershop is just Groom City Barbershop. So once I close it down, it's my first time being solo, just dealing with a lot of personal things, you know. But at the end of the day, bills got to get paid, and at the end of the day, we got clientele that we gotta that we gotta serve. And um, so now I'm by myself. So now I look towards Instagram to kind of to kind of now I'm a soloist, you know, I'm not a shop owner, I'm just myself. So I'm looking at Instagram, seeing what the barbers are doing just to kind of tap into another space of barbering. So as soon as I get on Instagram, I see barbers doing barber battle. I never really paid attention to social media. I see barbers doing barber battle, traveling. They 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 marketing themselves. It was tripping me out. So I was like, I immediately want to do this, you know? So <laughs> the first thing I seen was uh, the juice fade. I, well, I, I, seen, I wanted to look at what's going on local and I seen it was California, it was juice fade. Coming in, that was January. So yeah, this is 2014. So I was like, bet. So I immediately signed up. 
And I was like, that's the uh, competition I'm doing. So it was my first competition. Um, I actually wasn't going to go there because it was raining that day and it was a bunch of stuff. But anyways, I went down there with my last client that day, ended up being my model. So I was not prepared at all. Um, I was just putting a little young kid and was just like, hey, you want to be my model? Put his bar back. All right, come on. So I ran down there. Um, I actually knew DL just from just from being from Pasadena because I'm from Pasadena. So I called him to see if I can get um, – Cause I didn't pay, you know? So I'm just like, what do I do? Like it's, it's late. So I couldn't get a hold to him. So I forget what's old girl J rough with the locks. That's part of the uh, exotic team, at least back, back in those days. I cannot remember her name at this moment. Well, uh, yeah, you got me on that one. Dark, dark skin. She was dark skin. She had locks at the time, but anyway, she was at the, at uh, the location, and I was just like, yo, I want to enter, I want to enter. So she ended up calling Curtis, and he was like, yeah, let him enter. So I paid to enter, so boom. I'm inside that facility. I don't know what's going on. Um, and that competition ended up, ended up being the last competition. So anyways, fast forward, more stage doing my thing. And I just seen the way everybody actually had their own kind of like swag to them, like even in the building. So it was just tripping me out just not seeing this world. This is my first time ever seeing that world, seeing the different products out there. You know, I went to, I went to uh, hair shows and stuff like that, but this is just straight up barber focus. So I'm sitting up there and I'm like soaking it all in, but when it time to perform, I just do my thing, boom. And when I was done with the cut, I actually was just like, the cut was whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I came up prepared, whatever, but my, my, my goal got accomplished was that I was uh, a part of a barber event and I got a chance to to get that energy and, you know, grow from there. So anyways, when they came back and they said I won, Jay Ruff got second. That's when I kind of peeped that he was favored. I don't quite know how I peeped it. Maybe it was something <laughs> he said or did, but I kind of peeped that he was favored. And of course, I wasn't favored. I came from nowhere, you know. So, and I think I had like 600 followers or whatever. I don't know how many J Ruff. I'm not at 300, 200. But anyways, I ended up winning that battle. And then J Ruff going to call me the next day <laughs> or the same day. No, it was probably the next day. I was like, yeah, um, when are we going to do the rematch? Hope I'm telling the story correct because it was a long time ago. And I was like, what you talking about? I got the trophy. Like, what you like? What you talking about? I'm good. I'm about to go back to cutting here. <laughs> He's like, nah, we got to do the rematch. I'm like, nah, I'm good. So then that's how it was. So then J-Ruff ended up, they ended up doing another one. Was it in D.C.? Yeah, yeah, D.C. (laughs) So they did one in D.C. And J-Ruff won that. So I don't know, did you call me out after you got that trophy or what what happened? I'm kind of. Nah, so uh, let me know you want me to grab a wheel. I'm younger than you, man, so I got a, a sharper memory. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so so what it was, right, uh, all of what he said in terms of he just came out of nowhere. And was, I, some of the stuff I never, just I'm just my first time hearing it, so I actually would have won had they just, look, when somebody don't sign up on time, it's over with, man. <laughs> Curtis, if you listen, it's over with. You shouldn't have let him in. That was my trophy right there. Right. You know, because he's the only person in the way. You know what I mean? So, 
<laughs> but uh, I, I probably was favored because I was the. I can't remember everybody else in there, but I, I probably was one of the more known barber battle competitors there, and definitely one one of the known like retro haircut uh, barbers that was there. So. I didn't know I didn't know this dude from a hole in the wall. I had never seen I just know I'd never seen him, but I remember I remember looking at the cut and I was like, damn. I knew it was a problem. Cause that's the first thing you do when when you've been competing, you always look for the problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I looked over it, I was like, damn. And I and by the way, like my model who I had cut, I had never met him before. I had met his mom networking on Instagram. And it, and I saw a picture of him, and I was like, "Hey, uh, who is this kid? Do he still got this hair?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that's my son." And I was like, "Oh, yo!" So I DM her, and then we link up or whatever. So, um, but yeah, so he won, and I and I because he was uh, on like not really known at the time. I, I think it was just kind of maybe, and I I I don't want to speak for him, but from the conversations we had, maybe he felt like he didn't get the love. And he, he did tell me that. He's like, he didn't get the love that he thought that he should have had got. So when I went to D.C., now they were trying to get him to come. Also me, because I like to get my lick back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So <laughs> uh, so I was almost like, you know, I was stalking him in a way like, yo, you know, and I was stalking Curtis and D.L. Also like, yo, what's up with the next juice battle? What's up with the next juice battle? I kept asking, right? And so, but I want him to come because I felt like, is going to be validated because he was the guy that had the juice. So I need to take him out. You know what I mean? So, uh, and he was just kind of like, he was pissing me off really, to be honest, because he was kind of real, like, like he said, like, he was like, oh, whatever. I mean, I, I'm cool, man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, bro, you, you got to run it back. You know what I'm saying? So, so, <laughs> so he was pissing me off for real. I ain't gonna lie, man. So I was like, forget it, man. You know, he ain't coming. I still got to do my thing or whatever. So I go, I win. And uh, it was a super big deal when I won. <laughs> it was a super big deal. And then, you know. Uh, I think people was more in touch with the story because they knew that I was doing it for my little brother who had just, you know, who I had just lost tragically or whatever. And um, so it was, you know, it was a, my story to the public was just better. Yeah. And then, you know, I was like the good guy, you know what I mean? So uh, he did not like it at all. You know what I'm saying? When it went, when it went, when it went live in. like that, go ahead. Just to tap in just a little bit. I will see all this marketing about the barber battles, right? But mind you, this I'm new. I'm new, green. But I, I assume that it will be some post-type marketing about the battle. I'm seeing all this marketing about the barber battle after there was no post-anything. You know what I'm saying? No post-coverage. So I assume there'd be some type of post-coverage, and I just thought that that was I to have all of this marketing about the event, but nothing that what took place, you know? So that's that's all. That was just an assumption. But it was some post coverage after you won in DC. You know? So it cause it was just more uh it, it seemed like it was just more uh inf- informing people, you know, who won uh in that DC battle. So I was like, oh okay, it's no politics involved in this barber stuff. <laughs> you know, it's not just just pure, just you know, it's like some little politics involved. And I'm like, I'm straight because I was, you know, I'm a really popular barber in my city. So I'm just like, I'm good, you know. 
So that that's what I just want to get that background. That's what I was tripping off of. Right. So so can you take it from here uh, after that? Because so after I went in D.C., it's uh, something started to happen that uh, that really, uh, I guess, it had everybody's attention at this point. Do you remember what that was? Um, I just remember that I was like, I need my lick back. Like, <laughs> like I feel like, I feel like, I feel like what he received from his win, I thought would come from the wins, the same venue, same, same people putting on. So I was just like, Hey, you know, I, I, I was just like, it'd be, I would like some recognition, like equivalent to what he got. So I was just like, now I'm, low-key reaching out to Jay Ruff, like, yo, like, like, I with the same tactics, same tactics he did. I'm matching him. <laughs> and he like, nah, you good. You yesterday or something. Like, he was saying some <laughs> slick stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, you know, you know, like, I was just like, okay, well, how can I drown him out? So I would go on his page and just trolling. Now I know the term is trolling. I was trolling him. <laughs> I was trolling with a little bit of knowledge on how I know how social media was working back then. I just was trolling him heavy. I didn't know that he had a passing in his in his family at all. Zero. I didn't know that. So now I know people took was more sensitive to me trolling him during the time of the loss. I didn't know at all. So I'm just trolling, trolling, and you had your aunties. <laughs> it was I remember your auntie they had said something on Facebook. Yeah, they was coming. Yeah, so I said, wait, I said they coming hard. They going hard body. The roughs, the roughs <laughs> is going hard, hard right now. So, so, but I was like, I can't let up because I, I'm competitive too. You know what I'm saying? I, I got that same energy, J. Rock. I got it too. I just didn't have it in that space. So now I'm drowning him out, and then you, I guess you could take it over now, J. Rock, on your end. All right, so he really, yeah, he when he say drown out. So if if uh, for you all listening, imagine being inside a, a secure home. The doors are barricaded; you can't escape them, and it's somebody with a hose flooding the water. <laughs> Through the house, eventually get you up out of there where you got to pop about the roof. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what he was doing, and and I and you know at the time I was because uh, more more of the attention was on me. I, I I had to still be classy too. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to like I ain't want to get street or nothing like that or whatever. But he was really pissing me off, man, and to the point where I was like, this mother. And then I was like, yo, and I was like, I got to shut this up, man. I had to shut him up, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so now um, it's personal, though. It's really personal because because of what the trophy meant to me. And unbeknownst to him, like he said, he he didn't know it at the time or whatever. So um, I like I just started like really not liking him. And and uh, a lot of people was like, because, you know, my people what he followed everybody that followed me. He friend requested everybody that, oh, that, that was funny. friends of ours on Facebook when I was on Facebook. Like and he literally on purpose would once they accept him, because they wouldn't know, you know, people like, all right, so cool, so Barbara accept. Yeah. He like, oh, uh, 
Jay Ruff went the real winner of the juice fade. It was me. You know, he was doing that <laughs> on their pages. So people said, hey, man, who is this Groove City dude? Who is this? And I say, oh, man, he's just a thirsty dude, man. He just tried to, he just jealous, man. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> so, but it's making me mad because people like, yo, you got you got to do something about this dude, man. So I'm like, yeah, man. So, so I, I want to say after Atlanta, I went to Atlanta. I did this interview and, um, and I called him out on the interview and I was basically saying, uh, you know, I forgot what I was saying, but and then he did a response video that that had my phone ringing even more. <laughs> and he <laughs> he called me uh, the great decent hands. <laughs> so, so people was like, "Yo, for real?" Like saying, and I was like, "I said, yeah, I I I gotta get up that man. I can't let him get away with that." So <laughs> so. Me being, I'm a person that, uh, although like I'm, I'm still a rational thinker, and I'm, I'm a person that you can come and talk to, and you know, I, I love, you know, uh, de-escalating if possible, whatever the case may be. Man, he called me, and we had like a a a, a, a heart to heart, and and he and he asked me to look at it from his point of view, and he's some of the stuff that he alluded to, uh, and him saying that how how he put in work over the years and. He's just a, a true, you know, raw, natural barber that done it the right way. And, you know, like I was telling you, when you do something you're passionate about, you are eager to express that and let people know, hey, this is what I'm doing. And you also want that adulation from your peers too, back yeah. to you, because it, it helps you continue. You know what I mean? So that's all he yeah. wanted. And he was saying, you know, man, it's like, well, he said when I won, it was like nothing, and then you won, and so I understood him. I was able to remove my feelings from it, and I was like, "Yeah, I can see a guy putting in work since the '90s, and you know, and feeling like you know, hey man, you know, I'm entering this new world, and they kind of you know shunning me or treat me like I'm I'm a nobody." Right. And I explained to him at that time. I explained to him. I was like, "Well, you got to figure like I've been around competing for a while, and." People like me, you know what I mean? They, you know, I, I'm I'm in these places that you know I'm you know well dressed, I'm smiling, I'm I'm networking and interacting with everybody. I'm not too big for nobody, and uh, they, you know, I said some people, man, they they have a, a fond affection for that, and it's it's almost like rooting for your favorite team or your yeah. favorite player. And so I said, that's all it is, and I said, you just ran up on one of the good guys, you know what I mean? So now everybody <laughs> after you. <laughs> so, so, but I was like, but since I understood and then we had the truth, I respected it. And I, st I started seeing how dope of a barber, especially a dope, raw, natural barber that he was. And I was like, man, well, you know, I want him to get th that just do too. So, so we was like, yo, let's just keep it up. Like we don't like each other. And uh, so yeah. secretly we, uh, you know, still be dissing and then but we still, we liked each other at that point. So nobody knew it. You know what I mean? So uh, but I still yeah. I never would admit it prior to that. But I looked at his work uh, because we had to rematch. Uh, but I, I tell you what I thought about his work after he tell you about the rematch. Yeah, yeah. And no, I just want to uh, go go back just a little bit. Jay Ruff, I call them minions. Jay Ruff got a lot of minions, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, it just was crazy how, how many people just would be, like, like my DM, they'd be saying some crazy stuff. I was like, yo, Jay Ruff, 
Jay Ruff got a little got a for real following. You know what I'm saying? And um and um during that time where where we was uh going back and forth, I just uh I don't know, it just it just was just kinda like had me look at the game a little different, you know, had me look at the behavior and just how pe- people kind of like, you know, I don't want to use any negative terms, but like, it wasn't about barber. It's about something else, you know, but everybody's barber. So it seemed like, but it was about something else. So I was just like, okay, I just thought it was about the art, you know, but then I just realized like, you know, it's got a lot, a lot going for it that I wasn't knowing, which is cool. But anyways, um, yeah, we would go, I'd be like, Hey, I'm about to I'm about to post this real quick or say this real quick and then we'll start laughing and then I say it and people be uh, hot and then he'll say some stuff and then I'm just like yo I'm getting all this all this steam it just was funny to me but we end up building a good little uh a good little buzz regarding us meeting out in Tampa Florida real good buzz because um we would call we would call Curtis too like Curtis we about to do this and I, I guess it came off authentic that people thought we really was uh was had beef, you know, and it wasn't. It was orchestrated. It was hella orchestrated. So um man, we meet in Tampa and then now I'm like, I'm good. I got my model this time, my peak game this time, and um and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna come over here snacking and then I'm just like I'm a uh I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna try to do this. I'm coming to all these things just to kind of like, kind of like, extract the most I can get out of that W and the fact that I'm the underdog, you know. So we get to Tampa, and um, you know, I, I could just see. I kind of just see how stuff was going, you know, and I kind of was kind of turned me off of like the whole the scene or whatever like that, for lack of better words, the whole scene kind of turned me off a little bit, but it was fun. It was fun competition, good fun. So then, um, man, we had the battle. We had the battle and, um, man, rough came with it. Rough cut was put a beautiful cut out there, like beautiful, you know, everybody was down there. It was people that was, uh, everybody put in some good work. I saw good work, you know, and, um, I ended up getting a W. And when I got it, it was like, I don't know. I, I, I think that going back and forth, I like the brotherhood that me and Jay Ruff established more than the W. Yeah. The W kind of like didn't really mean that much to me. You know, yeah. it, it, it kind of like represented that whole uh, experience. But the... Um, the brotherhood I got from Jay Ruff was, was, was the W to me, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, maybe Jay Ruff can chime in on his, on his, uh, experience. Okay. So, um, prior to, uh, Tampa, so I'm the rain and juice champ. Uh, and of course I, I started studying, uh, I started studying his work when I knew I was, that I had, that I had to come and get him. And because of the background, his background, and I knew uh, where I was from, um, I didn't admit this, of course, openly, and I wouldn't have had then, but I knew he was the better barber for that competition, for sure. Like, if you give me a design competition, I would have smoked him. Uh, 
a fading competition that had been really close. Uh, but that juice, I knew that he perfected that haircut in a way that I hadn't perfected it. And I knew I knew he was the better barber for that category. So I knew I, I knew I was on I, I felt on borrow time. I felt like I was on borrow time. Uh, <laughs> but I was good, man. I was good because because like the brotherhood that we had built, it was man, we had so many, so many deep, dope conversations, man, and it was like it, it allowed me to be like, man, I I wanted him to win in a sense because I felt like he deserved what he did not get the first time when he won. And when he told me the reason why, because I initially I thought it was for followers and you know how I feel about that kind of stuff. But when I knew it was just it's just uh pure and it was just about wanting to be appreciated for being a, a servant of people for so long. And I, I just uh, I empathized with it. I understood it, and um, you know, so we, we, I mean, you know, we going to Tampa. I, I knew it was my time to to relinquish it, uh, but it had to only been to him. And I only I knew it would only be him. I knew nobody else would 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 beat him. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, he won, man. Uh, I remember, I remember it uh, like yesterday, man. So it was. It was crazy because it was about this was the most packed that that competition had been. It was the again, it was the finale. It was the uh, the competition of competitions that that evening. And um, and everybody, other other barbers were cutting on the floor and uh, him and I cut on the on the elevated platform. It was like a... That was hard. Yeah, it was so narrow of a stage. It was like, we was looking down on the rest of the people, like, literally. So, you know, they didn't like that at all. You know, the other people, they... But, uh... Man. <laughs> oh, man, dude, you should... And uh, the stuff that I was hearing, man, when, uh, when they was like, no, go up there. And I was like, on my way walking up there, I was like, oh, yeah, they not gonna like this. And, uh... <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, he won, man, and I was happy for him. And I remember um, even before they announced the winner, they announced me second, and I just kind of like you know I I had hugged him before I went up to the stage because I knew I, I knew he won, you know what I mean? And uh, so he won. It was dope, um, and it was uh, it was it was it was a proper uh, pass. And if I was gonna take a fall from anybody that that probably what I would say was was my best defeat like that was the one that I was like I I'm 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 glad I didn't get this one I'm I'm happy yeah. for him because at that point people realized that this dude he, he is he is nice he's for real but unfortunately I found out like it's people still don't like him because of that so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, was like, the weirdest thing ever yeah, that was the weirdest years thing years later and we still kept contact it was one person I'm definitely not gonna say that name but it was like that he, he he hit me after and was like dude hit me it was like you let that nigga beat you and he was like but like this person kind of was kind of like position himself as like a cool guy but it was like you know we would have conversation here and there but I'm like 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 that's weird to me you know what I'm saying like because like you could have easily been on some like just leave that alone like it just had too much tension on it like it was just competition it was kind of like people like the beef component to it you know and I get it but like it was like it was after it was kind of like still like we want more beef you know what I'm saying like so that was just a little weird to me but like it was it was the experience like was part of 
what I'll grab from, I, I grabbed a lot from that experience and, you know, and created success from it. You know what I'm saying? It was like a battery in my back, you know, because I remember since 2012, I had worked on my first movie. So I was just like, I want to be in the union. I want to be in the union. And I remember after that competition, stuff started moving in that direction after the uh, the first W, you know. So I was happy because, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm by myself barbering. Yeah, I don't have my shop. Yes, it's, uh, you know, it's challenges going on in my mom's health. But um, my film and television career cracked off, like, literally right after. So I remember I had to leave set to go to Tampa. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, uh, to join the union, you got to get 30 days on the union project. I sacrificed a union day to go to Tampa to battle. Mm. You know, that's how, that's how, it was mm. a lot of sacrifice for me to go to Tampa, you know. Um, and I ended up not getting the union that year. I was short like three days. You know, that one day would, I would have still been short two days. But I mean, that's how, that's how precious those union days is. I sacrificed that day, plane, flight, money, you know what I'm saying, et cetera. But I remember that experience though, I was able to take that in, you know, um, like I said, it was a battery in my back to to continue to pursue film and television. And then, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last six years. So it was like, it's like uh, that all was part of that experience because I was in the process of being a sheriff. You know mm. what I'm saying? During that time, I was on my shop. I was like, man, I have my shop and I'll be over here working as a sheriff, getting these good benefits and getting a little bit of money from, you know, my shop to, to, uh, you know, to add to what I'm getting, you know, six figures I'm getting over here. That's what recipe I had, just because I've been cutting hair so long. So this put a battery in my back that had me look at barbering from from a different lens to see that, uh, you know, it's just the beginning. You know, it's not maxed out. You know, so so many places I can take it. So that's what was dope too, based off that uh, that battle. You know, just let me know, like. Regardless of where I go in the U.S., I got a skill set that's high. You know, and that's true to this day. Man, I, I appreciate listening to this story. Like, like, I had two things going through my mind. What's up? First thing is, where the heck was I in 2015 when all this was going on? I'm thinking, like, dude, like... I, what time. what was I at? Because I missed a lot of this, and it's like now I feel like competing. <laughs> now I feel like competing. Yeah. But the but, but the second thing that's going through my mind, like the way I feel, even listening to y'all story and and the friendship that happened, and and it's more of a classic iron sharpen iron. It feel like everybody got better because of that. Um, between you two and, and just me hearing it and how it's affecting me and, and 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 I'm hoping that this type of energy that I feel and that I hear like at the Elite Masters Collective like is that like I feel like if you can at least get one two other people in that room to feel the way that I feel right now it's gonna be something special. Groom City, I appreciate you taking the call. Um, I appreciate. I, I have one question. Yeah, go ahead. I have one question. Not to, not to interrupt. I got to ask Jay Ruff. Shortly after that battle, he deleted his Instagram and just disappeared. I just want him to know 
what if if he feel like even explaining it on here but what took place to have you just delete your ig and just disappear from barber it was shortly happened I, I think it was less than six months after that battle yeah um so that battle was 16 um yeah it was a little bit yeah it was a little bit after that it was it wasn't it wasn't long after that but uh, to answer your question, it was just a lot of internal stuff I was dealing with. Like uh, I think we spoke about a couple of them. Uh, one of one of which was I never really uh, uh, grieved uh, properly, you know, over my brother. And I, because I kind of I felt like I was the guy holding it together for my my family and my children. And uh, so I felt like. Um, Every every time I grieved, it had to be in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Like when mm. everybody was asleep. So I didn't really. Uh, I would go in the bathroom a lot of times, and I just cry. You know what I mean? And uh, I didn't really have nobody, you know, to hold to hold me and be like, uh, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like so when the daytime come, I gotta put this mask back on. Like ah, right, coming and go to the shop and get it in, and let me you know let me post on Instagram. Let me you know. Um, so it was like I was all right, but I but I was never all right, and um, so then uh, a, a lot of other personal issues and, and things like that uh, in terms of like you know uh, I was married at the time that was that was going south. Um, it's a, a lot of things, man, and I just felt like what 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 we do uh, is art, and some of us have the ability to perform that art and go through life-changing events and still perform that art i don't i mean hats off to the people you know who had a, the spiritual and mental fortitude to do that i just didn't have it as much as i needed it at that time and um so it was starting to reflect in my work it was starting to reflect in my attitude and uh and it was never about the instagram was more of uh it was a marketing thing to to begin with it was never about followers or repost or nothing like that it was it was i primarily had it like yo hey you know this is how i promote my business this is how i get clients so when i decided that you know i don't want no more new clients man i kind of want to take a break i you know I, I need i need some some healing time some time to myself so I was like, you know, ain't no sense of me having this Instagram. And then it, it had just to be a hundred percent transparent. It had, it, you know, social media, or e even when you're accessible to the world, it has um, its demons in itself. Uh, so, um, by way of DM, the person who created DM is <laughs> the, the, probably the devil. I don't know, <laughs> but you know, so. I was getting that kind of pull from that, and it was just kind of really. I was like, I was just, you know, trying to trying to run and escape, man. Trying to just get away, man, so I so I can stay alive. Um, and I felt like it would it would eventually just uh, uh, take me under. So I just uh, I just faded away, man, because it didn't mean enough to me. You know, the Instagram, it, it, I should say, it didn't mean enough to me. So yeah, yeah, but I had I had to uh, had to fade away. Yeah, I think what's dope is that when you resurface, and then I reached out to you and I didn't give you very many options of whether or not we was gonna connect. One of the first people you told me about was Groom City. 
Yeah, I don't even remember that. But yeah. it would make sense. Yeah. It would make yeah. sense. He, and and um man, I, I just I just appreciate that because you know, I spend a lot of time I, I you know, in my studio space. I'm I'm here. Like I'm by myself a lot. And and I feel like I used to feel like I might have missed that window of building a team and, and having that type of relationship with, you know, colleagues. But hearing y'all conversation, you doing the elite masters, I felt like, you know, there's 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 still room, there's still time. I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the storytelling. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. going deeper into the story, especially just on an emotional level, like hearing hearing that, um, um, Groom City. I would, I would, I would like to do it a remote interview with you, bro. That's a bet. All right. That's a bet. And uh, real quick, uh, Groom. I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, th- uh, I just want to say this because we don't celebrate this enough. Uh, Mike is also uh, one of the few men, and I'm not throwing no man under the bus because it's it's a lot of men like. You all, like you two or whatever, um, dedicated husbands. Um, I was, I, I remember asking, as Grown City, I mean, when when you check him out, he's he's a nice looking guy, you know what I mean? Keep himself up, you know, he, he, you know he's a dope barber, businessman, you know, everything that uh, worldly things would, would be gravitated towards, you know what I'm saying? A worldly spirit, so, so to speak. Uh, I asked him one day, and I kind of paraphrase. I can't remember verbatim, but I asked him how did he um, stay true, like in his marriage and everything like that. And uh, he the 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 answer that he gave me is stuck with me to this day, and it it has some correlation to June 11. And um, he said, "I'm I'm very careful." Um, what I feed my spirit. Do you remember that groom? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And he gave because an analogy that I, I won't, I won't, I can't mention an analogy without mentioning a person, but he gave an analogy that put it so much in perspective. And I, I never, I didn't, I didn't look at it different until he said that. So, uh, you know, kudos to the brothers that's in the, in this business that, that are good husbands and, and good fathers and uh great husbands, great fathers and faithful husbands, faithful fathers. Uh Groom City is one of those guys as well as uh you, Mike, and uh we we need to celebrate, you know, men like that more, you know what I mean? Because it's it's not it's not easy. You know what I mean? So but that I I always remember that. So as I strive to be uh, the, the man as, that God intended for me to be, I, I keep hearing that in my mind, like, is be conscious of what I feed my spirit, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, um, just to, just to add to that, like, I, like, during the course of time, I, I've known you, you know, I've had a lot of challenges, you know, in that space, and, um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of challenges, like, uh, whatever challenges people have, I have, you know, and, um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's not easy at all, you know, and um, having a big challenge right now, you know, right at this very moment in that hmm. space, you know, grown. So it's uh, 
What's up? Uh, hey, look, I got to do this from brother to brother. We live, man, so don't confess to nothing, man. This is air for <laughs> no, no, thousands no, no, I'm of not people. Doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Um, is that? No, I appreciate that, but like, 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 yeah, it's just a, just challenging. It's just challenging space. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That people don't speak on, and um, you know, and um, yeah, it has has a lot of moving parts to it so so yeah during the time yeah i definitely i definitely held it down in that space and um with a lot of challenges you know so so yeah nah, this is good stuff this is this is this is this is definitely bigger than barber and definitely bigger than a fade yeah. this is it's like i feel like barbering in a way I man business has a way of Bringing people to cross paths that may need each other for a, a period of time. No question. And um, I definitely um, I appreciate listening to y'all story. Our Groom City. I appreciate the work that that you're doing, and you're keeping a lot of people busy now. Keeping a lot of busy yeah. people. Uh, there's a lot of cats that they got more work to do. They got more business coming into the salons because of. Uh, you know, they show on Instagram pictures. Hey, I want my hair cut like this, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. because because of the body of work that you're putting out. But um, I am I am definitely interested in just more of just who you are as a person. That's why I want to bring you back as like a, a remote interview if you're up nah. for it. No, nah, that's a bet. That's a yeah. bet. I'm I'm with that. But I know y'all y'all um you know doing doing your thing. But I appreciate y'all for having. Uh, appreciate the call. Appreciate uh, J. Ruff keeping, uh, you know, uh, sharing that story. I appreciate you, man, and I'm glad you you back. You know, because uh, you was one of the definitely one of the the best that that um, that did it in the space. You know, so I'm glad that you back and uh, you sharp cat. So I already know you got a bunch of things that 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 we'll see you know come to fruition. But um, but no, I appreciate y'all for having me on this beautiful Sunday and um yeah lessons to the hair cutter you know appreciate, appreciate it. it thank yes, you bro man. yes sir appreciate you man love you bro love you too man alright family alright All right. man take care I'll reach peace. out to you alright peace